this is something that we tend to do at the end of each year and uh, we enjoy it, I think. So um, we're going to do top five rugby moments of the year for Ben and myself, each of us. And we're also going to do a 15 of the year. So uh, we'll start with uh, top five. Um, we'll just do each our top five at once. So I'll let you okay. age before beauty, as it were. All right. So go fry all the way through. Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, my, my five is uh, France. You know, you mentioned France and their... Uh, not being much of a joke anymore. Well, they're they're going undefeated in the Autumn Internationals, um, including the clip that will be played forever of Roman and Tamak's escape that led to the try. Um, after you know, I think there was maybe a whistle in between, but that that just escape and exit out of out of his own um, in goal area. Uh, yeah, that was um, you know French or, or you know they didn't go French once in the Autumns. Uh, f- f- France, you know, won and was runner-up in the Champions Cup. They came in second in Six Nations. France are are looking extremely strong. So, mm-hmm. um, but so for them, uh, yeah. But that Entomac escape was was my you know, <laughs> obviously got to be a top five moment. Yep. Um, number four um, was the Ireland versus USA women. The the Ireland uh, team just coming out um, guns blazing, um, ready to fight against the, you know everyone, including their own union. Um, yeah, quite <laughs> and and us is on the unfortunate sacrificial lambs um i don't know what team would have really stood up against ireland that been, day. yeah they were so high on emotion that day right um so good good for them uh number three um the end of the super rugby trans tasman uh final weekend mm. um sean wainui scoring five tries versus the waratahs yeah uh so that was, oof. um, you know, bittersweet, obviously at this point. So, mm-hmm. but certainly now, uh, a major moment for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Happier things <laughs> Number two, yeah. Har- Harle- the Harlequins and, um, specifically Marcus Smith's mm-hmm. like six to 10 week stretch over the summer. Um, uh, just, you know, <laughs> thrashing through the premiership, um, yep making his debut and for England uh, being awesome and making the lions. And really that, that moment where they pulled him off the field and uh, <laughs> had to tell him in the hallway, he's like, what the fuck? Your bags, what the fuck? <laughs> he pulled me off. It's like, uh, yeah, you're wearing it. You ran the wrong color Jersey right now. <laughs> go yeah, wear red. Go, go pack your, go <laughs> you know, pack your play. bags, man. So, uh, and then my, awesome. my number one moment uh, for the year, as I know it's hard to top that. Um, but for me, uh, that James O'Connor's 85th minute try to win the uh, Super oh, Rugby yeah. Australia title for the Reds. Absolutely. What a fucking just gasser of a, of a match. And mm-hmm. um, and what a way to finish that end that of the season. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Australia had had a, a strong year, too. Not so much how it ended, but um, right. a lot to look forward to for, for them. And, and, you know, a, a try like that and, and a, a competition ending like that. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely fun. Okay, cool. So we get we're gonna have five different moments on this, and I and I am so much ha- so happy about that. Nice. All right. So f- number five for me is a bit of a selfish one. It's a local one. Um, that is Boston Rugby Our Club winning New England for the first time in a long time. Like long time. It's been it's been a painful rebuild for our club for a long effing time. Ben was a big part of it. Um, but fuck, just to finally put silverware on the goddamn shelf, and mm-hmm. you know start spraying some champagne a little bit here and there was 
uh, fan bloody tastic. That, that was a, that's a long road. So yeah, uh, yeah. Is. Hats off to the, to the Boston boys. Um, number four for me, it's the United States Eagles. And unfortunately they had bad moments, but they had great moments, including their performance at Twickenham this summer, which mm. they put on a pretty good show in that second half. And, you know, when you can, when you get any pissed off, you did something probably pretty good. So yeah. I was, I was like, yes, boys, we didn't win, but fucking hell, we gave them all we, all they could handle. And that was great. You know, and we had some, we found some new talent in that, in that game too. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of guys that I'm excited about for the United States. So that, that was so great. And to, you know, against England, be in front of the world mm-hmm. for them was fam freaking tastic. I loved it. Um, number three, Quaid the King slaying the South African World Cup champions. Oh my. And, you know, everybody's just got this thing against Quaid Cooper. And I get it to a point, but at the same time, how could you not just sit there and clap for the man when he mm-hmm. was steering the ship and bringing down the Springboks in, in the rugby championship? That and was his citizenship. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also got his citizenship, finally. Right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. If that didn't so, do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand. I was like, how is this man not a citizen? <clears throat> didn't make any sense. So, yeah, Quaid the King. Number two, live professional rugby here in New England, experiencing it for the first season, which we were robbed of because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, that was fun. And yeah, they only lost one match two. here. Yeah. They lost That's one match here. Freaking New Orleans. Goddamn, Cam Dolan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and that that was it just to have professional rugby to watch in person, you know, in the stands and mm-hmm. be able to fucking yell, yell at people like Danny Tusatala, who was a great sport, by the way, while I was giving <laughs> them the most amount, immense amount of shit I possibly could. Um, yeah, that was, oh, man, couldn't have been more excited, couldn't have been more excited for those, for those games, especially those first couple. We just kind of got to be like, is this real? Is this this is happening? This is happening? Yes. It was good. It was good too. So it's it's yeah. not it was not an like previous attempts at, at high level rugby in the US have come come out with some pretty piss poor product on the on the pitch. Mm-hmm. And um no, MLR has not been that. And uh the the free jacks in their their you know first real season were were not embarrassing at all. Mm-mm. Um, so yay. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta love it. Good. Gotta love it. It's it's like, okay, I can be, I can be, I can take pride in this. This is getting good rugby that we're watching. So, um, and it'll get better. That's the best part. Like this is the start. Excellent. Let's go. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about what's going on with the free jacks when we get a little closer to MLR, but, and we're excited to talk about all that shows. Right. There's a lot going on with them, Um, but we'll get to that in a minute, in a wee bit. Um, number one, my number one moment. And it has a lot to do with Marcus Smith, but the miracle at Ashton Gate and the comeback yeah. for the for the Harlequins that they performed. Right. You and I and everybody else and, and their sister had written them off and said, "Not they're fucked, they're done. Good job, yeah. Twins, for getting this far." Right? No, 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 not a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Made uh, just you know uh, Marcus and Dombrand and and Marler and freaking and mm-hmm. Green. And just mm-hmm. made life miserable for everybody at Ashton Gate when they were able to make that comeback and put the nail in the coffin. Like, Bears don't seem to have recovered. No, I'm not sure they have. I'm really not sure they have. So, yes, that was it, to me. It stood out as 
because obviously mm-hmm. they they rode that momentum into the following weekend and used it quite well to yeah. claim the, the premiership title. So, yeah, good on all of them. That was freaking fantastic. Those pink jerseys, man, they were good luck. They were. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, all right. Our 15 of the year. All right. Those, there were decisions here. There were decisions here, and none of them were made lightly. (laughs) I feel like mine, um, there were, yeah, there were just, you're right. Yes, there were. I feel like I'm fairly confident in mine, though. I feel like I am am too now. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, we'll, I think we'll have some different things here and there. So, oh, I'm sure we will. I think we'll be well represented here. Um, Loose head there, Mr. Prop. Ellis Genge. Um, Everywhere you look, you know. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. Ellis Genge. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> great uh, year for the boy. Excellent, and he's he's really turned into a player that you want to play with, and um, you know, making headlines just by going but going home um, says a lot. Yeah. And and the way <laughs> and how he treated his his future team this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the competitive spirit in the boy. That's for sure. <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah, you gotta love it. Um, so I had a feeling one of us was going to go with him. So I went with Wynn Jones, actually, who also had a stellar year for both Wales and the Lions. Um, certainly what? put into, uh, yeah, I know the fictitious Lions tour that didn't happen. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not he's not the the modern day prop in a lot of ways, but he's still a mm-hmm. good prop that can do some of the old, the new stuff, but definitely has got all the old school stuff for prop nailed down, and I think he's. He's quite good, so um, I really I uh, admire I him a lot. So I, I wanted to put him in there for his performance this year. I thought he was quite good. He's one of the better parts of the Welsh team for sure. I agree. That's a good call. Two At hooker, Kleena Maloney. Ooh, the all right, Irish yeah, Irish yeah. hooker who uh, spoke out on, on the conditions and and really was you know put herself out there and said, "Hey, I thought it wasn't bullshit spreading the season right now," and um fucking good honor that took took some serious ovaries right there so mm-hmm. um yeah, took guts and that yeah and then you know backing up on the pitch so um, yeah. yes they did gotta love it definitely definitely helped change the game in ireland so mm-hmm. um yeah she'll she, she gets hope to see she good things like, credit it. for that in this this 15 yeah hope she, i hope she gets yeah I, I hope a lot of good things i think a lot mm-hmm. of good things are going to come from it but you know just like with wales it's unfortunately going to be a painstaking process and you know we have to, we have to just hold on and freaking cheer for them when they get the good shit and freaking start kicking down doors when the bad shit comes yep uh my hooker was a man that has provided a spark for both his club and his country and that's sam matabasi I, I i really enjoyed watching him play for saints he's made that t-shirt mm-hmm. his there's no question about that now um, when he got signed, I was like, oh, they got the, you know, they got the, one of the Matter AC brothers. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. all right, that's interesting. And that two, that two shirts is nobody's mm-hmm. questioned that. And it's now Fiji, his, his, his shirt for Fiji, Fiji as well. And, you know, in the fall, he looked really good for them. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. loved, loved seeing him do this. Um, he had one kind of harem scarum game where he was a little bit on a brain fart, but other than that, very good, very good. So, uh, yeah, Sam Matabasi is, is my hooker for this year. Mm-hmm. Lots to consider on that category, by the way. Yep. I mean, I, I went had, with a favorite. I had, I had Cody Taylor in there. Yeah. Um, and I, and I considered too. Gus and Montoya. So, yeah. Yeah. And Martian. 
That was the other one. I was like, wait a second, there was another one. You know yeah. who else was on my list actually was was you and Ashman. Yeah, yeah, and I briefly had him in my brain too. Like he had because he had a a hell of a last couple of months yeah. of this year. Um, but that's you know that's not to me that's not enough. Not quite enough. <laughs> like yeah, so deserves deserves a mention. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a agreement there. At tight uh, at tighthead, the the really the the only you know, <laughs> respectable proposition um, is a a prop after my own heart who just doesn't stop scoring tries at any level that this prop plays in. Um, and she's 24 and all she does is smile the whole fucking time. Oh yeah. Um, so I got to go with Sarah burn burn. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. She just demolishes. She demolished this right. ball. That's Tup- for sure. Tupo was up there. Cause he was, he almost scored that try in that, that aforementioned uh, reds title, but mm-hmm. um, no, I got to go with Sarah, but I think she had a better year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with, so I'm going with actually also uh, one of the England contingent for Simon Milton. And that is Shauna Brown. Um, all things considered, <laughs> the icing on the cake was her performance mm-hmm. in the final. Yeah. Or for, for Quinn's, uh, you know, just, and her after speech as well will mm-hmm. live on forever and, I hope it inspires an entire generation of girls to play. You know, I really do. Um, And I think it will. So uh, loads of credit to her. This is something that will live on for a long time, let alone her performance, but also that. So, yeah, Uh, and I really Mm -hmm. like her. I love her as a player. So Shauna Brown's my my title. Definitely. Absolutely deserves a mention. And I don't know if you saw, but um, Simi Pam was uh, the the Bristol area I think was it sportswoman of the year. I I just saw it. I think um, athlete of the year. Athlete of the year. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Nicely done. Yeah, good for um, her. To her too. She'll get a phone call soon. I have a feeling. Right, front row union. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, <laughs> so four and five to me were were just no question about it. I didn't like my the five, but people to to me the theme about this one is that they're you know making they're newsmakers, not just mm-hmm. not just players. Um, so. Four is obviously Maru Itoji. It's because it has to be. Yeah. Yes, um, it does. Number five. Um, I have Evan Edzabeth. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> people like because just because people are talking, I don't think he's for for a couple things. One, yeah, he was a, a, a mountain of a man and and incredibly effective for his club. Uh mm. what they oh, no, I'm sorry, first club, first country. Yes, what they, first country. they needed him. And um yeah, I don't think he's like one of the best locks in the world, but dude just balled out this year. So yeah, he played his ass off. <laughs> yeah, he really couldn't. It was like Atoje and Etzebeth up there, and it's like, okay, those are the top two. Argue me out of either of them, and I can't. yeah, I can't get you out of either one, honestly, because that I mean they're mine too. So um, yeah. yeah, we're in agreement <laughs> on that one. So it's just really uh, Morrow being you know Morrow. So duh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Etzebeth, you know he's. He's one of a few, he's one of many that live in that position for South Africa, but he, when you can set yourself apart from everybody else in South Africa at that mm-hmm. position, you've probably done something all right. Right. And he did. So give him, give him the credit where it's due and uh, just kind of live with it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes. Number uh, six. Yeah. Blindside. I mean, mine's not, mine's not a traditional blindside, but he can. 
Oh, mine is a traditional blindside, um, who is also the player of the year this year. Um, so that pretty much narrows it down to Zoe Eldcroft. Oh, yes. She's quite good. She's pretty she's, damn good. Yeah, I mean, you think good. about she's women's player of the year, despite being on a team, she was also nominated with Poppy Cleal, Cleal mm-hmm. um, with all these other fucking stars on that England side. Mm. And yet everybody looks to Zoe um, as, as just the best overall player. Yeah. Um, There's a lot. She does a lot in, yeah. in her game. And right. it's really hard to argue when people are just like, yeah, she's the best. It's like, okay. <laughs> They're proper fucking six. Not, you know, not, that's, not that's really, that's what, what, what matters really. Mm. Who can play lock? Yes. She's been shipped into lock a couple of times. Right. To me, I like her as six. Right. Yeah. Let, let Abby Ward take care of the middle of the yeah. middle of the pack there. She's got that covered. <laughs> right. uh, my six is, is a, is a, is a favorite at my own heart. And that's Artie Savea. Uh, just, you know, there was a lot that went awry with New Zealand this, mm-hmm. this year. And we know that, but the guy never, never left the field with a full tank. Like it was always on E and that's goes for both New Zealand and the hurricanes mm-hmm. Yep, and he he never leaves that field without having emptied the tank. So, and he's all he he's got so much skill and ability that you just love it. You know, you yep. just love it, and he can play all over the back row. So it's like it's he makes rugby fun to watch. <laughs> and he, really he got does. signed by Rock Nation. Yeah. Yes, he did. So, That's right. Like you know, the rugby players are like being you know becoming a thing, um, getting good representation, which means they'll get the high. You know, something like Rock Nation, they're going to make them. Um, you know, visible. Mm-hmm. They're going to work on their visibility and their um, yeah. their marketing. So, and that's rugby really needs that. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Open side. So, there's a lot to consider on this one. There's a lot to consider at open side, but um, I, I did want to have. I, I got through all my list without an open side. Um, was my the last one to to make the cut. And I realized I didn't have anybody representing Australia. Oh, not um, a bad one there. Yeah, and he was on I my mean, head too. You know, you know, I love this man. You too. <laughs> so, um, Michael, hard to hate him. it's hard to Michael, hate him. He's just, you can see the difference when he's not there because when he's totally. there, you're like, holy, oh, there's Michael Hooper doing. Something. Oh, there he is. There, oh, there's Michael Hooper. Oh, Excuse wait, me. there he is again. It's totally. always doing something. Um. Yeah, name a day he's done something like he's not been busy. It, it's yeah. you can count him on one hand, you right? Know? Um, and and just a, a player to ha- you always want a player like that on your team, and and to be a, that much of a difference maker at that level, um, against the competition they play against too, mm-hmm. uh, it means a lot. Yeah, yeah, and he's got how many caps? He's how old? Mm-hmm. Like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, man's ridiculous. Um, mine goes to a man that we that we all will will secretly love and. It's not just for its mullet, it's for his play. And the moment, the, the game that stands out to me is his performance at Twickenham against England, and that is Hamish Watson. Oh, love Hamish Watson. Yeah. I mean, he's a little small, don't you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm not getting hit by him today. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know um, about you, but I okay. don't want to line up for a hit against that guy. I'm good. Yeah. You, you, I'm you, like, you okay, I'm going down. I'm going down. Just, just don't, don't hurt me. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the man is just a, a monster and mm-hmm. rightfully got onto the tour this summer. And yeah, he, he's been a beast for Scotland. And what else can you possibly say against the man, really? Mm-hmm. Like, it, he's, he's, 
And yeah, again, just rewind it to that, to beating, you know, England at Twickenham in the Six Nations. Mm-hmm. Something that doesn't happen for Scotland ever. It doesn't. And he was a huge, huge part, huge of, part it. of it. Huge. So he's, he's yeah, he's he's a proper seven, just like Michael Hooper. He's everywhere doing stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, both both the the hard stuff and the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, gotta love definitely, it. Definitely. Yep. Love, love the love the mish. Number, Number eight. eight. I'm gonna let you I want to let you go first on this one. <laughs> um, I mean. So there was, I was torn on this one. I was very torn. There were, there were a couple of people I considered, mm-hmm. but I love, I love her. And she played, played so well for England in the six nations and was really the standout player for them for quite a bit. And I know she didn't win player of the year, but Poppy Cleo. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a good, that's a very good pick. Yeah. Very good pick. And she played quite well in a Saracens team that didn't play super well in their final. So, um, yeah, she was probably one of the best things about that team, which, you know, considering how they performed, was probably saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Um, so my eight is is also an England player. Um, now he is. This is someone. Now he is. Yes. <laughs> um, this person was talked about so much that a club that. He doesn't play for had to this. And this is what, what really clinched it for me. A club that he doesn't play for put out a statement about why they didn't sign him. <laughs> like yeah. when you have like that much buzz around, wait, Cardiff should have had him and they, they, they didn't. How did they, how do you just let someone like that get away? And they're like, they were never going to get him. Like, <laughs> like that's it happens. <laughs> Shut up. It happened. They were never going to get him. But, like they were forced to say, we didn't sign Dom Brandt for a reason because of, of, of all the buzz that went around. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just as we're going to get to in, 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 a, in, in, I think two slots, um, Dom Brandt is just like, he, he is as, as a huge part of, of um, all of that, that we've been talking about with uh, Marcus Smith, Dom Brandt has been right there and, and a huge part of it. And, right. and as we've seen, even on the weekend, like the guy can just dominate a game when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um I wish he'd so, decide that more often for my fantasy yeah. team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I shouldn't say he can do it when he wants to. He can do it when, when he gets the opportunity to. Um, yeah. And he got multiple opportunities on the weekend and, and showed what he can do with all of them. Um, and he's just been a, a, a terror everywhere on the pitch. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's hard to imagine a better eight right now. Um, there are, you know, there are some that are as good or, or and maybe a little bit better, but damn. That's splitting hairs at this point. Yeah. Right. Alex Dombrand's my eight. Yep. I think our nine is going to match. I mean, you know, I went with one player of the year, so why wouldn't I go with the other go one? Go the other one? Yeah. Anton Dupont. God damn. Yeah. He's good. Like, yeah. just if there's a pl- if there's a player that's more fun, more fun, maybe as fun, but more fun to watch, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. And again, I'm, yeah. I've talked about how much I love watching this French team play at this mm-hmm. level. And, he is at the helm of why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More often than not. So it's like, how am I going to pick against that? Like, mm-hmm. wow. Just wow. Right. And obviously beating New Zealand just clinched it for me. It's like, yep. Okay. Yep. Done. And next. Yeah. What didn't he win this year? Um, besides six nations. Right. That was basically it. And they came in second. Um, and it was a weird six nations anyway. So yeah. Um, okay. 
fine. <laughs> DuPont. <laughs> and fine. And I guess our tens will match too. Uh, how could they not? It's got to be Marcus Smith. <sighs> Marcus Who Smith. else? You know, if 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 it, if you're nine and ten of the year isn't DuPont and Smith what the fuck are you smoking i don't know what you're watching of it i don't know what you're watching yeah it's (laughs) probably good shit but you know it's really good shit he's um he's he's a he's a world cup winner mm -hmm. in so many ways like this is one of those guys and i'm gonna i'll mention a few other guys that are coming up as a 10 um when we get to the games but like there aren't many like him no there really aren't there, and there to ignore some, that is stupid. Right. Just, there are some you're, players you're who are just blessed and you don't know, you know, and it's not that it, it's not that simple. It's like, oh, it's just that, you know, they have it or whatever. It's, it's, he's making it himself. He's making it happen. Um, he's using the talent he's been given too. like he's, we, we know the spaces that are out there. You know, there's yeah. plenty of those there are. He's not wasting it. He's using every bit. Mm-hmm. You'll love it. So all right, yeah, eleven. He's making everyone around him better too. So it's just, yeah, eleven. Um, when you are so good that you get, you know, basically your home country has to actually professionalize your your sport mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, that says a lot yeah. about how good you are. Yes, it does. So uh, Jazz Joyce, Jazz Joyce, my my I eleven. It. I love it. Yep, yep. She's. She's I was I remember watching her at the Olympics. I'm like, shit, they have Jazz Joyce. This is gonna yeah. end poorly, isn't it? <laughs> well, this game's over already. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, it's one of those you get, you know, you like you talk about with DuPont and Marcus Smith, you know, and mm. on pretty much all these people, these are the people that you you know make you want to watch rugby. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this person's on the pitch. I am sitting down and not being moved for you know until there's a halftime or a final whistle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you forget you forget that you were supposed to get up and pee five minutes ago. <laughs> right? No, no, no. I gotta, I gotta stick around. And maybe I'll hold this. I'll hold this. I'll yeah. burst my, I'll burst one <laughs> right. of my kidneys before I get up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So my eleven is a local favorite, and it is the man known mm-hmm. as the wheelbarrow. The wheelbarrow, and it is Harry Barlow. And yeah. you talk about he's young, he's good, and he and he's exciting to watch, and he's he's ours too, which makes me more excited. He's already gotten a phone call from Gary Gold. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm so excited to see what this kid does because he was a try machine and he he had limited action to a point last mm-hmm. season as well. So with another year of maturity, another year working with a lot of the same guys, it looks like coming through here. Um, I cannot wait to see what this kid does. You know, Great. as was he 19? Mm-hmm. Oh, something, something oh yeah, like, like some some he's a he's a baby and he is yeah. already pretty good. I'm excited to see him play again for the Free Jacks. I hope he wears another red, white, and blue shirt at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lo- love watching him last year, and certainly made me uh, made me pay attention to him very quickly. Yeah, it's scrappy too. Like, yes. you know, there's yeah, there's, I got a little Philly to me because you know I may they have lived in Boston for for a number of years now, but um, you got to have that scrappy factor, especially when you're you're you know as we as uh, <laughs> as the the wheelbarrow is. But yep. he does not back down. He's a freaking little little um, rat terrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yep. He's yeah. He's single minded, and we'll get the job done. So, yeah, I love him. Love him. I love him. All right, inside. Struggled with this one, um, and it it's like maybe I'm just going with them every other pick at this point. But uh, I, Andre Esterhazen. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Just 
the ability to do so much from the 12 position as um, both a battering ram and um, a dummy runner and uh, you know, the offload, you know, bust the line oh, and, that then, offload, man. and then offload it to, for, for just try after try. Um, he's so much more well-rounded than a lot of 12s who are just the battering rams. So correct. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. He's another one who I, if, yeah, I, I'm going to see what he's going to do in this match. I'll yeah. sit down and watch if he's around for, for 12s. There's, you know, not many 12s that I would sit, I would want to sit down and watch. So. Correct. Correct. Well, I had to move mine from 13 to 12 because the 13 I was not moving. <laughs> um, uh, and he's somebody that deserves recognition and probably won't get a ton. And that's Nicholas Freitas, who was the Uruguayan center that made a huge impact yeah. against the United States and getting them qualified as, as first from the, from the U S causing problems left and right, both in Uruguay and in the U S uh, mostly in the Uruguay match, the match in Uruguay, but also here too. Um, yeah. He was a huge problem in that midfield for them and uh, deserves a mention for sure. Have you considered fuck that guy? <laughs> I so, did, but also okay. at the same time, if I'm on <laughs> fuck that guy, he was probably pretty good. So, <laughs> well, so. yeah, that yes, perfect <laughs> counterpoint. But still, <laughs> listen, we both know that the U.S. was terrible in both those matches. So, yeah, I you know, but no, he was he was good. Yeah, he was, he, and he was rather good in it. So, um, usually plays thirteen, slid him in at twelve because I wasn't moving my thirteen. And I was like, you know, somebody, somebody between Uruguay and Chile needs a mention in this thing, at least, because they right. both performed way above expectations in those World Cup qualifiers. So good on them. Good on Freitas. I'm going to give him a nod right here at the center mm-hmm. position. So who's your 13 then? DDA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there aren't many 13s out there that do as much as he does. And that obviously having um as as his partner is helpful (laughs) um but yeah there's a lot that he does that i like and it's really hard for me to find at this point a flaw in his game Mm -hmm. and it's like and that was actually my yeah he was he i was i was struggling between him and esther hazen for 12 early okay (laughs) um landed on somebody else for 13 (laughs) yeah uh, because that was my, my 13 is as you mentioned, Lucanya. Um, like, okay, um, yeah, doesn't get the ball enough, but that's not his fault, that's just the way they play, correct? Um, but every time he does something beautiful happens, and yeah, and to me, DDA and Esther Hazen, I, I, I feel like Esther Hazen did more for his team at the club level, that's really what mm-hmm. put it over, and he doesn't get the opportunity to play at 12 in the for the, the spring box for reasons that are beyond me, yeah. Um, I think him and, and DDA would make a, just a, like, if those are your 12s, you know, you're going against one of, one of the two of them. Mm. Fuck it. (laughs) If you only have to deal with one of them, it's like, okay, well, if we just, you know, shut down, if, you know, maybe, maybe last week DDA will have, you know, a bunch of carries Mm. and maybe he needs a bit of a break, but fuck now we got to deal with Esther Hazen. So, (laughs) but not, not yet soon. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. All right. Um, 14. So my 14, um, the defensive winger position is going to go to a guy whose defense was completely underrated all year. Um, but then he let them know, he let his haters know, um, 
after the match against New Zealand that they know his defense is, is world-class. Um, this guy went up against Will Jordan, Damian Pinot, LRZ. Um, I think a couple of them scored tries, but not on his watch. It wasn't his responsibility where they were. Um, he basically shut people down. And so James Lowe was my defensive winger wow. of the year. Nice. Nice. Yep. That's a good pick too. Good. Glad we got different representation. So I have a guy that um, is not always going to play 14, but definitely plays wing and needs a mention in this year. <laughs> and again, another big part of uh, Scotland's resurgence this year. And that's mm. the man we call Duhan Vandermerva. Like, yeah, just he's love watching. He's one of those, again, you talk about guys that you want to, you see him and you're like, I'm sitting and I'm not moving. So yeah. somebody get me a piss pot because it's not happening. Right. I mean, we'll talk about it, for the, what he did this 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 past weekend. Right. Damn. If it wasn't a, all right, they've got him bottled. Oh, no, they do not. Like, no, they they, he's a guy who defies, you, you doesn't matter if you have him defended, you don't have him defended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lo- love watching that dude play every time. Um, And then fullback. Well, speaking of guys who just do not defend. Uh, I think this guy has scored like two or three tries in the time we've been talking somehow, even though he's not in season. Um, so my, but my 15, uh, Will Jordan. Yeah. We need to see more of this guy. Good Lord. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I think he's my only, he's box office. I think he's my only Kiwi on the list this year. So yeah, I only have one Kiwi as well. So, you know, it's not him. Um, right. yes, he, the dude is box office. He needs to play more. Um, mm-hmm. There's a certain winger that I'm not approve. I don't approve of that mm. needs to very much go away from New go Zealand. Um, so hopefully that happens. Thank you, Joe Schmidt. Somebody, somebody get on the home with Joe Schmidt, please. Um, right. He doesn't like those types of people. Last I checked, yeah, so which is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I the dude is absolutely amazing to watch, and every time he touches the ball, he's worth he's worth standing up for because mm-hmm. <laughs> something good's probably happening. But, um. I couldn't resist my, my 15 is a guy that stormed onto the scene kind of end of the year last season for um, the premiership and replaced a guy that was a living legend in Mark and Mike Brown and has continued on with such performances since then and needs a South African call up like Nina bar, like get on the phone right now. Mm-hmm. Like you need him. LaRue sucks. He does. Call in, I don't Ty- call in Tyrone Green and yeah. watch the magic happen. Like, right. <laughs> the guy is unbelievable. And it's never the first guy that gets him either. It's rarely the first guy that gets him. So, it, and yeah, just like brilliant said, attack and, and quite good at scrambling. Like, did you see the friggin' mark he had this past, this past week? Like, that was like, I was like, that is brilliant. Like, oh my God, most people would fuck that up. Doing that for, it looked like he, he was just doing cool that for a, a lark. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna, just, yeah. Like, hey, this will be like, um, what was it? Uh, League of Their Own style. I'll just do a split while I catch this ball. Like, no big right. deal. <laughs> right. Like, no big deal. No big deal. So, yeah, Tyron Green absolutely deserves a call up soon. Right. Um, he's been so much fun to watch since he's got to the, to the stoop. Love it. Mm-hmm. Did you pick a coach? Yes, actually. Yeah. Who's your who's your coach? My my coach uh of the year is the Harlequins group of Matson, <laughs> Evans, Jones, Flannery, and even Guzzy, who deserves um, a little bit of a nod, yeah. A little bit of a nod because he he tried to get in and 
you know, this is what he wanted. It just wasn't, mm. it wasn't clicking. No. Um, so he gets some love too. Um, the way they, they handled things with that in his absence. Um, like, and that's kind of what happened. Like you pulled him out and everybody had to pull together and, and totally. do a little bit more. And they did. And those guys just, I, can you say that? Well, no, you can't. It's impossible to say that they, they could get any more out of the team that they've got. It's no, yeah. Um, Madison's done, done a pretty good job since he's come yeah. over. So um, yeah, but obviously the team before that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I just piled on with everybody else and I went with Simon Middleton. Yeah. First ever women's coach to win coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Like England were unbeaten this year and they thrashed like 90% of the teams they played. So they did. I mean, good. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. no, no, no argument out of me on that speaks one. Speaks to what he's able to do, speaks to where the, the game for the English women is at. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things speak to it, but he's, listen, we have all known coaches that have a boatload of talents in front of them and fuck it up we've all mm-hmm. seen it it's not a new thing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. a new thing <laughs> exactly so um yeah simon Milton, he's done a brilliant job with the with, with those women and um hands down world cup favorites going into the world cup coming up this year uh, i don't think anybody would question that at this a little point. bit so yeah no. that is good that'll do it for our end of the year special thank you very much for listening thank you very much for being awesome everybody out there happy 2022 see you in the new year